Welcome back to the podcast, everyone. Today, my guest is a producer out of Buffalo, New York. He uh, produces for Jay Skis, who was also a previous guest on the podcast. Uh, back in July, he released uh, a beat tape, which I thoroughly enjoyed. Three songs, and just amazing. And I'm excited to learn more about his background. Uh, it's my pleasure to introduce Mitch Arizona. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Of course, man. Um, I'm a big fan of Jay Skis, and I, I'm a big fan of your guys' uh, music you make together. And it's cool to see... Uh, the progression, like you've been working with, like Billy Esco, Jay Skis, all these. I, when I was talking, when I was talking to Jay, it was just exciting to see like the community that's been built up in Buffalo. Oh yeah, for sure, and it's it's been like that for a while too. You know what I mean? The, these are all my brothers, though, so it's like, you know, we are we've known each other. Well, I've known Billy Esco since we were. I played little league football with him, so wow, you know, eight years old. You know what I mean? So I've known him well, before the music. You know, so that's just been a friend of mine. And, you know, I was, him and Skis, they grew up two streets apart from each other, you know what I mean, right up the block. So they've known each other from kids. So it's like I met him later in life, but um, I just played my role as a producer and just, you know, we connected all the dots. So we've been doing this for a while. Hell yeah. I'm I'm happy to start seeing uh, people recognizing what we do. When uh, When did you start getting into music? So um, I was originally a DJ. Um, Yeah, so I've been DJing since I was a kid. You know, I've I've been on the radio station here as a kid. Um, You know, I was I was DJing parties on turntables. That's how I I learned the right way. Hell yeah! I mean, so my grandma was really into music, and my mother's in music, and you know, she gave me some records, and I went from there. My mom bought me some turntables for Christmas, and you know, the rest is history with that. So, but producing. Man, what's crazy is what's fruity. I, I still use FL Studio. I've been using FL Studio since it was probably, I want to say either FL three or five. Wow. Like, you know what I mean? It's like so twenty one now first, or something, right? You say what? It's like F, it's like FL twenty one now or something. Yeah, like twenty twenty one. You know, I'm, I'm using twenty, so it's like I, I think they just came out with another one, but I've been using it that long. You know what I mean? Just messing around with it, you know, as a as a youth, and you know, so I'm I, I would say maybe actually making beats not saying they were the best beats but um 2004 wow you know 2005 you know so going back that long you know what i mean shit may, maybe even before that, i can curse right yeah <laughs> All right, like may, maybe even before that to be completely honest with you like it's because somebody might time stamp me with the how, how long fruity loops been out so see i call it fruity loops so yeah. there you go that tells you how long <laughs> i've been using it so um but like seriously it started you know, 08, 09 is when I started, you know, I went to college out of town and I was playing basketball and, you know, I, I just, my love for that was shifting towards music. You know what I mean? And I, that's when I started developing my sound, pretty much kind of what you hear now. That's one thing I will say about us. Like what you hear now is what we were doing 10 years ago. It's no different, you know, and, wow. and we never switched our sound up. You know, we were those young kids, on soul samples and, and 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 things like that and we never switched up you know that's why people they got to give us our flowers yes sir so you went to school for basketball um yeah uh yeah mm-hmm. oh what's cool yeah it's uh it was called tiffin university in ohio oh shit. Small little ohio yeah small little town how, how far yeah. it is um how far away is new york from ohio that's a trek right mm-hmm. 
Nah, not that bad. Cause you got you got Cleveland right up from us. We on the you got a member, so we're on the the western side of New York. You know, we're let's let me make that clear right there. We're from Western New York. We're not from upstate. We're not from none of that. We're from literally the most western part of New York. So you got Cleveland two and a half hours away. Oh, you know what I mean. So that's right there, and my school was about two more hours past that. So you know, it was about four and a half, five hours. It wasn't bad. That's not bad. Um. I uh, I was talking to my friend because I'm I'm in Seattle, and yeah. uh, I was like, yeah, I used to go to Arizona all the time on road trips. It's like, that's so quick. It's like a four hour drive, and then my friends right. are like, dude, that's like a fifteen to twenty hour drive. What are you talking about? I'm I'm, right. I'm terrible with directions. So- <laughs> got you, got you. Yeah, see, Seattle, man, I've been wanting to get out there. I love it out there. Dude, like just, just 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 seeing how it is. Like I've never been there, but like. Just seeing how it is, the 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 vibe, the colors, it, it looks. I feel like it fits me. Yeah, the the music scene. One of my favorite producers from out there, man. Oh, you do? One of my favorite producers is from out there. I believe he's from out there. You're talking Jake about one. Jake One? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hell yeah. Um, up there, give him his respect, man. Yeah, he produced one of the songs on J Cole's last. Yeah, the album he just dropped. Yeah, you fire. And um, we also have uh, Chase Fade. He's not. I guess he's a producer and. A little bit of a mm-hmm. rapper as well, but um, he's also like a full-time videographer. He uh, oh. he shot the Dreamville, the Revenge, Revenge of the Dreamers three um, documentary Gosh. actually. Oh, he did that. That little that was nice. Okay. Yes, yeah, sir. Up. And we were place, man. Yeah. Are you not? You're not going to come through for the um, the tour? I was, I was just talking um, to my boy Potts right here. I was just telling him I, I was thinking about doing it, but when is that? Seventeen. Seventeen. I'm actually gonna be in Miami with my lady, so I can't. Hey. You know, I'm gonna be tied. I'm gonna be tied up that weekend. But you know, if I wasn't doing that, I would have definitely tried to go out there. I'm gonna get out there though. Hell no problem yeah. about that. We have a. I just started a a Nast Cipher series, so I'm having like artists that have been on the podcast come and like headline different ciphers around the city, and it's a, fire. It's pretty cool. So Maybe we could talk about, talk about me sending some beats up for that. Hey, that sounds dope, man. Sure. So so how old were you? So you said 2004, 2005. Like how old were you when you started then? Make producing? Man. Yeah, 13, 14. Holy shit. I, I've been DJing since I was like 12. So I started DJing at like 12. Wait, did you do like any shows at 12? Like, oh, Yeah, I was doing parties. So like, you know, you got your backyard parties, you got your graduations, all that. I was doing a lot of those. Yeah. Holy shit. That's craziness. Yeah. My, mentor, my mentor at the time did a lot of old school parties. So when I say old school, like, you know, like the... 70s 80s 90s type of music for the older crowd yeah uh, and obviously if you listen to my music maybe not some of the stuff that's on you know apple music but if you listen to like the, the rap more hip-hop stuff that i do you know you could tell that i have like that old soul you know so i used to go do these old head parties <laughs> we would call them old head parties mm-hmm. i would go to those and you know i just enjoy myself i love spinning records you know i love doing it the right way yeah, what do you what do you think about the the sync button? Yo, it's cool, man. Cause I, I listen, I use it now, so it's like you know, I'm not and hey, nothing wrong with it. Cause cause DJing can get a little, especially when you're picking out records and you're trying to, you know, sometimes your time is running out. You know what I mean? So it's like, I listen, I love technology, so it's like I I you know I don't have nothing against it, but anytime I could bring my tables out, I would much rather do that just to feel the record and. You're part of you're part of the music, part of the vibrations that's going on. Yeah, I I believe in that. I um, I had a DJ mentor before the pandemic. I was a, 
was part of one of the radio stations here in Seattle, and we had a dope. we had a few um, DJs that would go to like different events with us and DJ mm-hmm. like at like pre games for like the Seahawks and Sounders yeah. and things like that. So I eventually um, built up a little relationship with one of the with one of the DJs and like go over to his place and we we mix and stuff. And he was like, the first thing you need to know don't fuck with the sync button you know yeah, yeah so, it, it, it can get a little screwy sometimes like um so now i've been trying to since seattle's basically open opened up now i try to be safe when i can you know but i've sure. been um doing different little things to connect with artists so i started like a a dj sh- session thing like every sunday and yeah. um i have friends that are djs and i'm still like new newer to djing so like i'll be trying to like you know, count it in, and they're like, "What are you doing? You just fucking press yeah. the sync button." Right, for sure. Yeah, yeah. You just gotta, man. If I can say anything about that, you just gotta feel it, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, you'll you'll come in at the right time if you just you just get get yourself involved with the music. You know what I mean? Like, like I said, let those let those vibrations. If you ever see me make beats, like any of my friends that see me or anything like that, I'm always touching the speakers. Mm-hmm. I gotta feel that shit, man. Like you know what I mean? Like that's how I know if it's right or not. If I can feel it, I- so. Same thing with DJing. Like I said, when you hold in that record and you, you know, even on the new pioneers and stuff like that, you can still, you know, I tap those buttons. I see, I tap the buttons like I'm making beats. So it's like, you know what I mean? Like, that's how I look at it. Yeah. I look at them like I'm almost out there kind of creating the beat with our sets. Cause I DJ the sets for the skis, for Billy Esco, you know, all my friends. I, I'll always do their, like, we just did the, the Conway show that was here. Billy Esco randomly performed. Ooh. We went out there did a quick little three right before a con came out. You know what I mean? So it was like, I'm always ready. It's what I love. So I'm just trying to, you know, stay in tune with the music and just, it's just another way of, you know, being creative. Yeah. You know, that producing can get heavy on you sometimes. You know what I mean? It's tiring. You know what I mean? It's, your eyes hurt. I'm getting a little older. I got to put my <laughs> glasses on, you know what I mean? So oh shit. it's just, another, it's just another outlet, man. Wait, do you have the, you have the blue light glasses? I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> I just got a new pair with those on it, man. They're nice too. I know that's some old man talk, but they're nice. Though. There we go. So uh-huh. you've been able to meet like all of Griselda since, uh, do you produce for any of them or is it mostly like Billy and, uh, um... yeah, it's, it, it's, it's mostly that I, I have, um, so I'll be telling my friends this all the time. I'm probably the only person shit probably in in the in the world that got a west side feature without ever you know asking him or being around it like he was on this is something i'm gonna make make sure you go look this up too because it's a legendary west verse it's the song called satin jackets mm-hmm. it was on billy esco project called avant-garde and they were down in atlanta and obviously that's where west lives and um you know biz is i call him biz so whenever i say biz that's billy esco but you know, Biz down there doing it. And he ended up sending it back like, yo, Wes just hopped on it. And it's funny because Wes hopped on the part that's where, you know, Wes is known for like the, the loops and things like that. He hopped on the part of the beat where it's like a loop. There's like a 12 bar loop Ooh. on it or some shit like that. And he hopped exactly on that part, of course. You know what I mean? And this is like, what year was that? 2014? 2014. Wow. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, them boys, them boys know who I am. You know what I mean? It's just they've done what they've done with their producers, mm-hmm. which you got to respect. The same thing as Skis and, and, and Billy Esco. Like, 
I'm their producer. You know, at the end of the day, you're going to always probably most likely see something produced by me for sure. Mm -hmm. It's almost a guarantee. Even if it's one joint, two joint, you know, because nowadays they're trying to branch off and get their sound out there. And I understand that. But at the end of the day, they know that, you know, Mitch is going to have what they're looking for, basically. Hell yeah. What is, the, yeah. do you know the history behind um, the Griselda doing like rapping over loops? Yes. Um, it has a lot to do with, you know, another first class member of ours. He go by the name of Camouflage Monk. I'm sure you saw that name before. So I call him GI. We know him as GI, but, you know, he was down in Atlanta. He moved to Atlanta. And this is around that, what, 20, 2012, 2013-ish, around that time when Wes was, I, man, he might have been on the Hitler Wears Hermes too. Hmm. It was like a low number. It was like a real low, like in the beginnings of that shit. And he would be playing these beats for us and they would be loops. And I'd be like, yo, what, the, what, the, what is this, man? Like, where the drums at? Like, can we add something to it? He like, nah, 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 nah. We don't, this is what we doing with it. And I'm like, me, like I, I loop, I, I, sometimes I loop, you know what I mean? And, or I'll chop it up a little bit, but I gotta add something. Right. But that's just me. I gotta add a little spice to it. That's just me personally. You know what I mean? I wanted to, to do something different, you know, but whether I'm looping or not, I'm always gonna make the shit sound like a Mitch Arizona production. You know, how I EQ it, how I, you know, I, I'm not gonna give all my secrets out there, but like how <laughs> I create that sound, that warmth is, that's me. For the most part, you're going to know when you hear a Mitch Arizona beat, for the most part. Hell yeah. Especially if you know me and you're around me and my aesthetic, my aesthetic matches my sound. That's what's important to me. You know, so yeah, them boys started doing that because Derringer was doing that. You know what I mean? He, so that was like who they, it was Derringer and, and Camouflage Monk. That was the, those were the ones that were doing that. Those, those, those loops. And they just took it back to the old hip hop shit. Yeah. They found that void. If you really look at it, they found that void. That void was missing from hip hop. Yeah. You know, nobody was doing that. The old heads wasn't rapping no more. You know what I mean? And now they got them back on their shit. You know what I mean? Besides, like, you know, there's some people that were still hungry, you know, Jada Kiss, people like that. But, you know, it's, it, it, it's, it's not weird for us to see them on these songs mm. because they brought that that feeling back. Right. You know what I mean? Buffalo is automatically a hip hop town anyway. Like it don't matter if you're white, black, Asian, Spanish. There was always a hip hop night here somewhere. Always. You what? know what I mean? Like underground hip hop was always been big in Buffalo. Derringer was an underground hip hop producer. You know what I mean? That what you hear now is not how he used to produce. You know what I mean? But like I said, you got to sometimes, you know, shift your sound and, and make it work. And it worked. Hmm. What are you, by the so, way? You look like you could be mixed with something. Uh, yeah, I'm black, and, I'm black and white. My dad was black. Yeah. Oh shit. That's white. Yeah. I feel like you. Uh, you could be like you look almost Moroccan or something. That's fire. <laughs> <laughs> That's fire. Most people think I'm like Puerto Rican, especially from Buffalo. There's a bunch of Puerto Ricans there, so. That's funny. Everybody think I'm Puerto Rican, but yeah. So so what do you? Where's it? My bad. Oh, I just said biracial. Biracial, like logic. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> so, what do you think about like produ producing tags? I, I feel like you kind of stay away of, from being like Mitch Arizona, 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 or whatever you yeah. know. So I, I, I have, I have some, um, and I feel like producer tags are all about if it feels right. There's, there's sometimes there's beats when it's like, yeah, I gotta put my tag on this one. 
because it fits the moment you know what i mean it's like there's good ones and it's and it's like my tag currently right now is theatrical so it's not saying mitch arizona you know what i mean like i don't i shouldn't tell them where i got it from yeah i ain't gonna tell you where i got it from but like if you hear some of like we got a project a first class project about to drop this month and you'll hear it on there you know what i mean so you got skis on there you got billy esco on there you got og soul on there and you got um one of i'm not gonna call her my artist but she's part of first class as well but she's kind of more involved with my song her name's drop dead and um so she's on there and that's like the class so you know what i mean i did what is it it's like eight no that's eight i got yeah it's eight eight of them on there i did six of them and then you got og soul who's part of us he did one and then camouflage monk did one is does that have to do with the those soundcloud songs with the with the red jersey you know there's like there's like a little um see no, it's not secret but there's like a soundcloud account that you guys release some music under that isn't on like all streaming services is that what first are you you talking about the project yeah no we haven't dropped it yet oh yeah it's about to come on now it'll be on um it'll be on apple music and, and whatnot it'll be on all the streaming services so there's there's some soundcloud account you guys release some singles on i mm. forget what it's called um but it's not on like red october maybe because the red october is like that's why we're dropping now so that's something we've been doing for a while now we used to drop like that's when everybody would get their shit off and go ahead you want to drop some music let's drop some music let's just flood the whole shit like on some kanye shit that's all right that's what Ye, i think Ye was doing that shit he had the actual yeah. he had the actual red october. In october though but was it in october that he was doing that shit Remember that time he dropped all them shits? Oh shit! What was that called? It was no, it was good. The Good Friday series thing. Good Friday. So he was like doing that and just flooding, you know, the whole month with shit. So we just we picked a month to just go with our shit. Yeah, you might be competing with Drake there, right? With October's very. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's you know he'll, he'll be all right. That's <laughs> like that's like the second home. Toronto like the second home. That's right here. So. Hell yeah! Oh, and yeah, a, lot of, a lot of people don't know that. It's literally. A, hour and 15 minute drive from here wow did you uh what was that drake song that was leaked with uh benny when was that was like a week or two ago yeah there's i heard there's some songs i I can't i don't know about (laughs) it i heard i heard some music out there that's what i heard that's that's what the the streets of buffalo is is saying the streets of buffalo that's dope so are you mostly just producing for buffalo artists or do you produce for artists like in atlanta or la or um i work with some other artists um guy out in san francisco um i met him through our wide receiver that used to play for the bills his name was stevie johnson um he um his cousin was like a rapper out he actually used to be like just a little backstory on him because shout out to yb i call him yb but his name rich Rocca. um he's from san francisco area but he used to be down with like the black wall street shit with the game back in the day when, when kendrick was on that shit you know what I mean? So he was like involved. He was with Akon. So it's like he knew the business. Mm. You know, he learned the business young and then kind of branched off independently and started kind of doing his own shit. You know what I mean? But um, I work with him. He's, you know, he's he's fire. Um, but I, 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 I've always stuck to my crew, man. I, that's, that's what I wanted to do because I felt like we made the best shit. Like, especially yeah. off, off of what I was producing, I feel like I have like this thing when it comes to producing where I always tell producers to work with 
or even artists to work with people around them because we all breathe the same air every day. We in the same same environment every day. We can relate there on life or universally, like we can universally relate on that aspect of life. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, we could probably make some fire shit. Not saying you can't go work with somebody, you know, somewhere else, but I just feel like that cohesiveness is not going to be there. You know, I don't like sending beats out. Right. Because one, I want people to talk to me. I want people to know me. You know what I mean? I feel like that comes with, you know, what you're doing. Because at the end of the day, you're going to be like, damn, your beast fire. But yo, you try, you, you, you a cool motherfucker, man. I can like kick it with you on some, on some regular shit. You know what I mean? I can like hang out with you. Yeah. You know, it's not weird. We can't only just do music. You know what I mean? We can talk about some other shit. Let's go talk about some clothes. Let's go talk about some art. You know what I mean? These are all things that I like as well. So it's like, let's, let's branch it out and then bring it back to the music. Hell yeah. And the sound you're going to have is amazing. You probably... We might make better music than you've been putting out because we just we 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 created a better vibe. You know what I mean? So, you know, I I I've worked with people. I probably could probably work with more people. I just like to stick with what I'm comfortable with and what I believe in. Yeah, I've been I've been hearing that a lot from producers that um, like from the outside perspective, you'd think working with like the same artists and producers would get stale, but you actually. From what my understanding as a producer, you actually get to understand the artist better and be like, their their sound sounds good with this song or this beat, or you have to lower, you know, that their vocal range is this versus if you're working with all these different artists, you don't really have a deep understanding of what that artist Absolutely. could put out. Absolutely. And then we got a whole because we got a roster of people, you know, there's certain stuff like yeah, skis and this might not be skis, but it's definitely Billy Escobar. This is definitely for OG, oh, this is definitely for drop dead. You know what I mean? Like you can, my options aren't limited. You know what I mean? It's just now it takes, it's gonna be a little harder because now you gotta, we all building as a team, as a unit. Mm -hmm. Do you guys... the, the music is good. And that's at the end of the day, what matters and that shit will speak for itself. Yeah. Um, I also like the 14, tra is it 14 trap doors? Yeah, fire, Dude, my boys, yeah. Dope. Yeah, yeah I, grew up, I grew up playing basketball with um, Short. That's so crazy. You guys are all just like from the Buffalo area. How big oh, is Chris. Buffalo? I call him Chris. That's my boy Chris, but you know, short. That's my that's my man. Yeah, they're fire. They got good energy. They've always had good energy. They got good stage presence. And that's another thing that we like to have. Like, we're not just out here. The, the, the homies ain't out here just rapping. We're not just doing that. We trying to create an experience. Like a show should be an experience. Like you, you should take something from it. You know what I mean? You should feel. Most importantly, you should feel that what we saying you want to hear us clearly you want to you know like i'm big on the sonics of things so mm -hmm. you know like I'm, I'm i'm not just up there even when i'm doing these sets i'm not just up there just pressing play i'm dropping it out i'm i'm filtering out things i'm i'm creating waves of of different emotions and shit like that you know what i mean like billy esco might be one of the best performers you'll probably ever see hey. you know I mean? and, and, and we doing hip-hop music you know of, of course it's easy I'm not saying it's easy, but like, of course, Travis Scott would be able to turn up to music that he makes. He makes raging music, like has a lot of energy. You know what I mean? But we can do the same shit with hip hop music. Mm. And, it, and, and it's crazy. You add a band in there, you just took it to a whole different level now. You know what I mean? And that's like local festivals will do that because we got some homies that, that have a band and we'll do that and it just gets crazy. Hell yeah. But isn't isn't Buffalo a, a big area, right? 
It's like one of the bigger yeah yeah people think it's small i mean it's not it's a regular city man like i don't know you know i i guess going by population i guess it's small you know what i mean but it's you know two hundred fifty thousand. uh you know what i mean that's just in the that's in the city does that does that actually that doesn't count suburbs and shit right yeah our suburbs and our suburbs is, is booming so it's like there's a good amount of people in buffalo you know what i mean so but you know it is a small, how can I put this? It's one of those cities where, oh, he doing that? Oh, I'm about to do that too. Mm. Type of type, type of thing, you know what I mean? Like, I would be lying if I didn't say the whole town has now tried to, everybody want to make hip hop music. Was nobody doing this before? You know what I mean? Like, it ain't for everybody. That's, that's, that's and that's the problem. I think the people that stick to their sound are the ones that's gonna blossom off the city. You know what I mean? They just trying to now all follow suit. And, and that that Wesson and Griselda and Drumwork and BSF, they've taken, they they got that lane. Let them have that lane. You know what I mean? All it's doing is putting spotlight on our on our city now. Right. But now go with your shit and get your shit off. That's probably That's it's probably good to be part of a crew then, right? Because like if everyone's trying to copy that sound a little bit, it kind of it probably forms like a crab in the barrel barrel mentality but if you if you're with your crew you don't have to really worry about that that drama because y'all just got to focus on what y'all doing you know your tiger market you know what i mean but you know we we were the ones in the city you know probably for the past couple years we were always like the local festivals and things like that we were usually always the ones closing it out and doing like that you know we've been doing the groundwork you know we just got to work a little harder as far as doing the business side of things Cause I think we got the, the creative art side down. We got that, you know, we're all artistic. We all got that in us to do that. It's just, let's get more business minded. Can, and I think that's another thing that Wes and them were doing. They were developing that. They were, they were networking with the right people. Can you break down what, what you mean by that? By um, be more business oriented or minded? Just like, you know, trying to, trying to build up a, a target market you know what i mean you want to all right we got and, and start looking at the analytics of things like the numbers and, and seeing that okay we got 100 fans all right how do we turn that into 500 fans now how do we take that to a thousand because what people fail to realize i was just talking to pots about this like that's how these independent artists are are, are surviving and living good because it only takes about you get a thousand to five thousand followers right a amount of, and I'm talking not followers like Instagram or anything like that. I'm talking about people that support you and do and like everything that you do and will support you. You get that. And if they breaking bread with you every month, like a certain amount of dollar amount, it doesn't take much for you to be making six figures off just support system. And that support system is going to turn into a label looking at you maybe. And if you can work out the right deal, now you, now, now you straight. You know what I mean? Now they got the marketing down. Now they got all those things down. But it's it's just the simple things like that. Just staying consistent with the marketing, you know, and and, and like I said, staying true to yourself, man. Yeah. That's the most important thing for me. And then you might end up on the NAS podcast. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so how how is uh Jay Skis working with uh, Conway and all those guys helped your brand even? Because like people probably know that you're the one that's producing a lot of his songs. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
it's 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 definitely you could tell you know people hit me up now you know they're trying to work and things like that but at the same time as just me personally i have a certain integrity about myself mm. you know what i mean and, and i can't just work with anybody you know i gotta but i'm gonna you know it's 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 opening my eyes up to new people that are doing things um you know eventually me and Khan gonna you know do what we do because you know we talk you know every time we see each other and you know he hey man what got i need some beats you know like that's how that's how he talks but he's a very you know you got to just kind of catch them at the right moment it's, it's it's and that's another thing about this it's all about being in the right places and and that's what that's how skis got into the position where he's at you know and i'm sure he explained that to him to you when he was here like he went to new york city he took that leap and he did what he had to do to get solidified with those and show them and that and that's how he got their respect you know what i mean so now all I can do is be the best Mitch Arizona that I can be and produce on a high level and just continue doing that. And eventually everything will fall, you know, fall into place, mm -hmm. you know, because I, I have, like I said, I got the West know who I am. You know, we've, we, we've already done something in the past. Conway, you got skis. I'm always producing for skis. He sees me. He knows who I am. That's, that's good for my brand because he, he knows that I, I can be in those rooms. Basically, there you go. I could be in those rooms. And then with the BSF side, you know, um, I don't know if you're familiar with all their artists, but Ricky Hyde. Yeah. So Rick Hyde, I went to I went to grammar school with him. Wow. I've known him, you know, we 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 we're these are these are my friends. I know them. So I have, you know, I just sent something over to him. So it's like I, I'm connected in all those things, you know what I mean? And it's and I always have been. It's just I gotta. I gotta always just do me, man. Like I just have to do me, and I gotta. I'm. I'm not gonna change my sound. I'm not gonna try to conform too much to to a certain artist. You know what I mean? I I'm the one laying laying down everything. So if it works, it works. But if it doesn't, it's okay. I just gotta keep going because I know my sound will take me to that next level. Right. So you know what I mean? I'm, but I but I also know that maybe I should utilize these connections a little more. Maybe that's something I should do, but I'm just remaining patient right now. I'm just trying to work on my patience. Like, you know, my, my, my kids just got here. My, you know, I got three, three little, three little girls, man. Hey. So that comes with me working on my patience and things like that. So sorry <laughs> if it gets a little, you know, a little loud. They about to come in the house, but Pa's about to tell them, but you know, it's all, it's, I'm just trying to play my part, remain consistent. And I think it'll take me to, to to that next level, which, you know, I'm getting there. What? I just posted something today and I was like, you know, is our time coming or are we amongst it? Mm. Because I feel like everything is what you make it. You know, I could I could turn up tomorrow and maybe do something tonight that could change my life. It's just about what I want to do now. You know, the, the, the ball is kind of in my hands. He's just put me in a position like, yo. You could be in these rooms now, so you got to make the best of it. You're a grown man. You got to make the best of it yourself right. the same way he did. You know what I mean? So, and what, what, yeah, we got Go ahead. What's the, what's the next level for you? Like, what does that mean to you? Man, I, I want to have, so I have, like, my brand is, like, Club Arizona. So, like, that's my brand. So, I want to have, I, I, I want to do that and, you know, develop whatever sound that I want to do. You know what I mean? And it's, and it doesn't, like, you said you like the Rise of Phoenix. 
that's that's my other side you know what i mean because because you never really mean you i'm surprised you didn't ask me where i got my name from like that has a lot to do with my sound i'm gonna be honest so, that's not your real name <laughs> no nah, i feel like nah, that could fit for a real not, name oh my gosh not even close man not even not even close like i like my <laughs> name's kenny so it's like oh my you know god I mean? like, kenny that's fine has, but that was the point of me doing it. i used to go by my name it used to be kenny b that used to be my producer name and i was like you know what i don't want people to know it's me mm. like it was on like some weekend shit. i didn't want nobody to know it was me so i created this whole alias name which ended up working out perfectly because you know it has not it, it has to do with the desert obviously but it's about the warm and the cold aspect of the desert you got the the two spectrums you know what i mean and i feel like i i deliver that that warmth but i still got that you know i'm from buffalo it's it's gonna be a cold side of me my beats are gonna sound they can get rugged it's like i'm trying to think about what it is it's like a beautiful wool sweater right mm-hmm. but that shit itchy as hell mm-hmm. you know what i mean like if that if that makes any sense like it's a good sweater it's gonna keep you warm but it's still it's still rugged at the end of the day you know right. what i mean my drum still got to hit hard you know what i mean I'm, that's something i worked on everything's got to hit hard but it still had that smooth aspect so you know that has a lot to do with like just my sound my kids names is, is around that it's crazy it's like that's why so that's why me building my brand is important to me because it matches my lifestyle you know like my whole family if you see my family like we 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 all match we are we're very cohesive and i want my music to to match with that and i feel like a lot of people try to sacrifice they say you have to sacrifice your family or whatever like that and yeah. get time and things like that and i'm trying to figure out how not to do that you know what i mean because i want to be the I, I try to be the best dad i can every single day i, I want to see my kids every morning i want to when they go to sleep i want to be there for them you know, yeah. but I still got to have that high level integrity when it comes to making music. I think that's and, important. That's important for sure. It's very important, you know, so that would be the next level for me. Um, you know, obviously it would be like, oh, I want Drake on my beat. You know, it's nothing like that because that's not, that's not organic to me. Hmm. But if it happens organically, of course. And, it, and, and what's crazy in this world, nothing is too far-fetched anymore. For sure. You know what I mean, so it's like, well, right now as a unit, I know, you know, we're working on building ourselves again and, and trying to get the, like I said, the business side of things and the cohesiveness right to where as a brand, as a group, we can take it to the next level so we can all do what we want to do. You know what I mean? Because Billy got, you know, what he's doing with his clothes, his hats, you know, he, he, he got a whole aesthetic about himself. Ski's got a whole aesthetic. He, the way he carries himself and moves around is totally different from us, but it works for him. And that's what his fans love most about him. They can get to him. They can talk to him. They can, they, you know what I mean? They can see him. They can ask him questions. He, he always does that. You know, I might, I'm probably the only one in the crew that's kind of the more laid back in the cut person. Mm-hmm. Wait, so, you know, but, it, but it works for me. Do you, do you guys, so you, you talked about being niche. Is that something you want to be? Do you want to be niche or do you want to be someone that is kind of like a, I don't want to, com- definitely, I'm not trying to compare artists whatsoever, but you know, like how, like a hit boy, he was very niche for a while. And then the next thing you know, last year he fucking produced a 
nauseous that I'm, I'm, I, I, told, I, I need, I gotta find a way to get in contact with him because how he is and the things that he does, that's what, that's, that's me. That's me in my city for sure, hey. for sure. Because my sound can go from lo-fi to R&B to trap to some hip hop shit to some grimy hit. I could do what I could, it, that's one thing I've always like, I practice other genres. I, you know, that's important. Like I'm, I'm constantly like working on my practice and things like that. And and that's what he does. You don't, you don't know what he's capable of doing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like, that's a perfect, that's a perfect example. Like I'm, I'm like that. I, I, I feel like we, we are very close in, in what we do. Hell yeah. I see that, Fuck man. Uh, shout out to that boy. So you do eventually, once you get like a, a, a bigger platform you want to expand out but right now the main goal is to just make sure you and your the people you came up with are eating absolutely yeah for sure and gotta just you know you, you kind of got to get a little more business mind and, and and know like yo there's money to be made out there and that money can just not only change your life you know what i mean because I, I do this for you know my family that's that's what i that's what i do this for obviously i have the love for but when it comes to what am, what am I actually doing this for? And it's for my family, of course. You know what I mean? I don't I don't really have too much to prove to anyone in Buffalo. Right. I love my city, but you know, this there's, there's a everybody is like I said, it's a it's a it's a lot of following going on and a lot of not real stuff. You know what I mean? And my and, and luckily for us, I can't speak for everybody, but I'm just saying I know my crew, we've always stuck to who we were. You know what I mean? And we we were the ones, the, the, the trendsetters in our town. And, you know, that's important about being in Buffalo because people don't people don't understand that concept is like, because we're not that big of a city, we had to figure out other ways to get fly. Right. You know, we, had to, we, we, we didn't have no artists to, to follow. So we had to figure out, man, listen, you could go all the way back to the 2000s and shit. And you'll probably hear people saying Buffalo and they versus. That's like a Buffalo thing to do. Like always say there, so always say the name. They I don't for whatever reason, you're gonna always hear like, man, I'm from Buffalo. Like you're gonna always hear some shit like that for whatever reason. Because people love their city. You know what I mean? So can you can you break down like the biggest difference between like a, a Buffalo, New York and like a New York scene? Man, that's I mean, it's just it's, I think it's it's just a size thing. Like it's 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 I, like that's a hard question to ask because it's like we're nothing, it's nothing the same at all. We're not, you know. If anything, we we compete with them. We it's almost like a, a competition. They look down on us. They think we're from the country or something like that. <laughs> but the real ones know where know it's not like that here. You know, like it's unfortunate that you know the Griselda movement and whatnot had to exemplify the violence that goes on in the city. You know, but it's the truth. You know what I mean? You got the east side, you got the west side, you got north North Buffalo, south Buffalo. You know what I mean? And the majority of African-Americans are on that east side. You know what I mean? So it's like, that's the rougher side of the town. You know what I mean? And, 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 and it's not, I don't know why people would have that perception of our city. I'm not, I'm really not sure. Um, but it's good to see somebody kind of have somewhat of an authentic sound, if I could say. Mm-hmm. Like you could say now, like it's crazy that all this stuff that's coming out now, 
is a buffalo sound. That's I think dope. that's a, I, 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 the irony in that is hilarious to me, but I love it. You know what I mean? Because shit, New York stopped doing it. Y'all supposed to be that, you know, not saying everybody did, because there were still people doing that there. So I don't want to disrespect anybody out there, but you know, New York City is also kind of like a clubby place. Mm. They got clubs and people go out and they, you know, the clubs out there don't close till like seven in the morning, like on some crazy shit. You know what I mean? So it's like, and that's where the money is. You know what I mean? You want to make a club record or something like that to try to get the, the, the label to sign you and da da da. So people was veering away from that hip hop sound. So, like I said, Wes and them just was able to figure that void out and took advantage of that. That that's interesting that New York kind of broken up like that with different music scenes. Like here in Washington, I think we're still trying to figure out our figure out our our sound. Like um, sure. I I definitely have like artists who like tour outside of Seattle, and then when when they're touring, they'll have fans or other artists be like, "Oh shit, you're from Seattle? That's dope." But I also yeah. think there's a um, stereotype of us just being like a Nirvana sound or town. I was going to say, like, is it still grungy there? Like, is it still, is that scene still alive there? I think so, especially since I've um, I've been branching out into different genres now. The podcast has been around for two years. For the first two years, it was solely just like hip hop. And now yeah. I've um, been expanding out towards like the band scene, the pop scene, the comedy scene. And I think, I think there's a, whether it's the actual sound or just people in general, there's definitely like a, an edginess to people in Seattle. But the, the weird thing that I do have to say is with musicians and, and entertainers in, in Washington, they all say they can be like four hours away and say, they'll say they're from Seattle most of the time. Mm-hmm. Like I've had artists um, from four hours away, you, maybe that's like... Um, like Spokane area or something, and they'll, they'll I say Spokane, yeah. Yeah, there, there, there's, there are artists who are excited to say, yeah, I'm from Spokane, I'm not from Seattle, but overall, mm-hmm. people, because there's that's so far, the, the, all those cities are so far away. People, even if they are four hours away, they will say Seattle. But it's cool to see that Buffalo is like, no, we're not New York, we're right. Buffalo. For sure, but it's all, and it's always been like that. You know what I mean? And it's like, I, I remember there was a time where us wearing Nike ones or something like that was a, was a, like a, uh, y'all don't do that out there. That's a New York city thing. Like, damn, like we can't, you, it was just about same amount of people here again, fly and doing what we was doing. You know what I mean? And it's like, you can't, uh, you would be, you wouldn't even believe it. Cause a lot of our colleges have a lot of kids from New York city that come here. Mm. So we've been intertwining with each other for a long time. You know what I mean? Cause it's, it's cheaper to go to school here. Right. Like and some of these and we got good school. You got you know University of Buffalo, you know you got and then you got Buff State. Buff State is where Billy Yusko went, and that's the more party school. That's the more, you know, more urban school. If you if you would say it's 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 in like the heart of our, like it's more closer in like this Elmwood area, which is like the more funner area of Buffalo. I can say mm-hmm. you know what I mean. So, but yeah, you you were just getting arguments with people, you know, and it's because they they got the YSL on or the the Prada, but we doing Prada and stuff, but we doing it in a different way because we can't go to those stores, you know what I mean? Like we're not going to Gucci stores and shit like that. We don't have those here. We don't have none of that stuff here. So, you know what I mean? I I've been I've been thrift shopping since I was a kid, so that was nothing new to me, you know. And it, and, and it wasn't about a money issue. It was like 
my mom just enjoyed going there. It was fun to her, you know what I mean? And and I, I started enjoying it myself. You know what I mean? I actually have a like a, a, a like a vintage store coming out soon. Like me Ooh. and my lady are doing one. So it's like, you know, I have a whole collection in a basement full of clothes that I've collected over years. And it's like, it's because I was doing it at a young age and I already had the stuff. I, I didn't just start going to the thrift stores, you know. I, but that's that's just another thing that makes you know, not only myself unique, but my crew, like we are. So, so this is the thing about my friends. A lot of them grew up on the East side. I'm from like the West side, mm -hmm. but not even like the West, West side. Cause the West, West side is like, you know, the Spanish side of town. I'm just kind of in the middle of that. My mom floated around. She was a single mother, you know, we did whatever, but I went, you know, I don't want to say the hood, but I went to the hood. That's where all my friends live. You know what I mean? I didn't I didn't live over there. I didn't stay over there. So I would never try to be that tough guy because I'm not a tough like that's not my persona. I don't, I'm not here for that. Right. But my friends grew up in these environments. So I was in those environments. So I understood what it was like to be over there, you know, and then also you got a lot of schools here. If you go to kind of the good public schools, you, you, you're mixed in with different people. So that's one thing I've always loved about Buffalo, like it's like a big melting pot at all times. Hell yeah. You know, you have hood kids here, you're gonna have the middle class, the upper class, you know, third war, like people from third, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? It's, so it's like, it's like a melting pot. That's what this whole city is about. And I feel like the only focus is on, you know, the violent side of the town right now. Yeah. And it's more to offer here, you know what I mean? And I feel like that's where we come into the picture. You know what I mean? Because we not no 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 punks or fugazis. We not trying to fake anything. But that's just not what we promote, and that's not what we own. Yeah. You know? Like I, I've always considered, like us, we're like, you know, it's funny. So I can make a reference to like a New York type of thing. I feel like Queens, Queens was like the rugged place, but had the intellectual people. Mm. you know like you know obviously you know rappers that have come out of there they were more you know like i said more intellectual they were more thinkers and things like that they were reading books they were doing different things than other people in other boroughs were doing you know what i mean and i don't know why but it just seemed that way yeah and and, and that's kind of you know what was going on yo can you turn that light on yeah <laughs> this slowly got dimmer and dimmer my bad about that yeah no worries that's dope though. I, I think your your vintage store idea sounds awesome. I I'm super into thrift shopping. Also, I think that's where oh, I get my best clothes. Honestly. Oh yeah, for sure, man. So I, you know, it's called the Cactus Shop. Hey. Yeah. So again, tying in with the music, you, you know what I mean, and things like that. And it's 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 weird to see like Travis do all these things with like cactuses and stuff like that because it kind of sucks. It's like damn, I was like kind of <laughs> doing this already. You know what I mean? But um, it's okay. Cause I, I just got to continue to do it my way and, and, and it'll work out. Yes, it will. Yes, it will, man. Mm -hmm. Um, Tell me about your raising, what is it? Birth of Phoenix. Rise of Phoenix. Rise of Phoenix, my bad. So I just had my daughter. Her name is Phoenix. So um, that's where that's from. And obviously, you know, the rise, of, like the Phoenix is about, you know, the bird rise, rising up and things like that. So um I tend to do things to like dedicate my children. Like I said, I, I incorporate my family life into my music. It's important to me. You know what I mean? So I wanted to 
you know, if you look at all those names of the, the track list, those all have to do with the actual mythology behind the bird of the Phoenix. You know what I mean? And it's funny that you got the word new era in there, you know, especially coming from, cause you know, new era caps from Buffalo, New York. Oh shit. So, I didn't know that. So it's funny. Yeah. The headquarters is right downtown. So it's funny to see that, you know, come up. So it just felt right. You know what I mean? But yeah, I just wanted to put out some new, just some new tones, man. And, and, and just show people kind of what I was on. Cause like I said, I was getting caught up. Have you gone to my SoundCloud at all? Yeah, I've checked out your SoundCloud and I've checked out like your all your uh, featured stuff as well. Yeah, so like I got if you go like on my page, like all those I was doing these 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 beat tapes, and I was like, that's eventually because I remember we were talking about this earlier. That's also another thing that I probably am probably gonna get into again, and it's like like on some Catronada shit, hmm. like start putting out projects like that, more curated vibes, you know what I mean? DJing more and 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 trying to change. Cause I DJ, I'll DJ little things here and there, like in the town. And I'm known to play like the B-sides. Mm. I'm playing the shit that you, that you know, but you haven't heard in a while, or you know what I mean? That you usually don't hear in this type of setting. I'm going to play those songs. You know what I mean? So it's like, sometimes I just, but, but then again, I was just messing around with sounds and I like everything to, you know, if you hear, it's a lot of vocal chops throughout all the songs. Oh, I want to talk about that. I feel like you have a yeah. I feel like you have a thing for what is it, Giveon? Um, yeah, I I did sample that. I, that that wasn't in that. That show. it wasn't um, it wasn't in um the birth the rise of Phoenix. It was like um Buffalo yeah, it was, something. What was it called Buffalo something? Oh, Buffalo, yeah, yeah. Winter in Buffalo. Winter in Buffalo. Yeah, no, 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 because that was the that was the Brent Fayez joint. Oh, I get them mixed up all the time. You did both. You did Giveon and Brent Fayez. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, and, and it's not about me liking a specific artist. Mm. Uh, like he's he's cool though. He's cool, a unique voice. Um, my thing is this: if I hear something, like I'm gonna immediately just be like, I gotta make this my way. Mm. I gotta make this feel how how I would make it feel. You know what I mean? So that's what's that's what's important to me when I hear samples. It has nothing to do. It could be Shaka Khan. I know that was random, but I'm just saying it could be anything. <laughs> If I feel like I can, I like that shit, and I want to turn it into some Mitch Arizona shit, I'm gonna take you. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna tell you about that. I'm gonna take you there. <laughs> <laughs> some drum work lingo for you there, but nah, yeah. So I was just, you know, sometimes I'll do that. Yeah, I get that. It's, it comes off very creative and artistic. You know, I feel like, I feel like people should know automatically that like a producer is an artist. You know, it's not, nah, and, and that's something I need to probably focus on myself more. To, to to be completely honest, I'm sorry about that, man. Kids up there. Yeah, no worries. Um, that's something I'd probably need to focus on for myself because that's just another that's why I drop the stuff on Apple Music and things like that. And and but I but I remain in that sound. You know what I mean? I'm not dropping like a more lo-fi thing or anything like that. I'm I'm trying to have those heavy drums, them, them Atlanta drums, but on some alternative RB soulful shit. Cause that's my sound, I, and I've, I've been doing it, so I, I don't feel wrong for doing it because I've been doing it. Hell yeah! You know, you can go back and look at the tapes, and you'll hear the you'll hear the sounds, and you can tell like I've been doing that shit. So if anybody ever called in, and I plan on putting all that shit up eventually on all those platforms, because I don't want it to waste. Even though I don't like the my sound over the years has gotten a lot better, the vibe was still there. If that makes any sense. I think that I think it's actually really cool an artist um, open up their entire catalog. You know, like you you definitely see the the growth. 
And it's, it's not it's not like haters are going to be the ones that are checking out the first song. It's the like how we're talking about like the the fans that aren't just on Instagram or social media. Those are the people that actually check out the deep cuts, you know. Right, for sure. Absolutely. So, what is uh some of the biggest things that changed for you during the during the pandemic? I think I could I have already noticed some of the things, but tell the audience. Yeah, besides, you know, besides the birth of my daughter, um what else, man? I mean, I, I consider what Skis is doing, you know, I feel like I'm a part of that. So, um, of course, that. Um, and shit, man, just just still, I'm still here, man. My whole family's here. We're all healthy. That's that's the most important thing to me. Hell yeah. Yeah. Well, is there any advice that you have for any up-and-coming artists, creators, influencers? Um. Man, like I said, man, you just kind of got to just I think it's just important in this society to just remain being yourself and like no matter what that is, just be you. You know what I mean? And you really just it might take you longer. But, you know, if you want to name the big names, look at the Kendricks, look at the J. Coles. It took them longer because they were doing what they wanted to do. And now they're able to do whatever they want to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? And people are going to jump on it no matter what. Even though to me that's kind of corny. But, you know, I think I, I, I can look at them and tell, like, yeah, they're, that's that's who they are. That's the, that's that's what that's what they represent. Yeah. You know what I mean, like, I, of course, I'm, I'm, I'm a fashionable person. I like clothes and shit like that. But I can't judge J. Cole for what he's wearing. <laughs> that's what he wants to, that's what he wants to wear and that let that man wear what he want to wear he still made great music he's still a great human being at the end of the day you know what i mean he shows humility that's like another main you know what i mean you got to show humility in this shit and i'm learning myself i'm still trying to get over my ego like we have a crew filled with egos hmm. so we're constantly clashing you know what i mean but we all know how important we are to each other you know what i mean and sometimes you just yeah, don't be afraid to ask for help you know, that's that's like another big thing. I'm learning that too. I'm shit. I need help. What can you do for me? You know what I mean? Just and shit, just jump off that porch, man. Go make something happen. Yeah. This world like open. This shit like was re this shit like hit the reset button. This shit started all over. Yes, sir. Like, literally, you go do whatever you want now. Like I feel like <laughs> fuck. I feel like college is not about to be a thing soon. There's like a lot of things that are changing. People have an entrepreneurial spirit and just want to get get it themselves now. With, they don't trust nobody. They don't trust anything. With you saying that, do you want your do you want your kids to go to college? Man, I'm not gonna force them to, man. <laughs> I'm not because I, I graduated and I felt like I did it for my mother. Mm. You know what I mean? My mother still has my diploma at her house. I don't even got my <laughs> I don't even got my diploma. Uh, I think that was more so for her. You know what I mean? Yeah. But. You know, I, I'm not I'm I'm not gonna tell them not to, but I feel like if you're not going for something specific, don't just go do it. There's no point in you going to do it. You can go pick up a trade, you can go do something else. You know what I mean? Like I all my man, they're gonna be great. So I'm not worried about them. And and that's why I'm trying to set myself up now and put myself in that position where I can help them out. I'm not gonna do it for them, but I wanna help them and and get all the ducks in order for them so that they can do it. You know what I mean? And be that good example and be like, look, daddy did it. You just got to do this. You know, I want to help. I, I want to help. I didn't have nobody to help me. So shit, let me help you out. 
and help you get to where you got to go. Hell yeah. What is the yes, easiest sir. way for people to reach you? Man, right on Instagram. You can just, it's Mitch Arizona. Um, email Mitch Arizona Beats. Or you can contact um, my manager, Pots Money. What is it, Pots? Yeah. <laughs> it's just Pots Money. Yeah, it's just Pots Money at Pots Money. So he deals with like, a, if you like trying to get some beats or anything like that, that's the guy you want to contact. Um, but yeah, man, just, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward. I hope some people see this. I hope some people, you know, are interested in this. Um, I think you did a great job at interviewing. Hey, thank you, man. Um, yeah, you like, man, super professional. You let me talk. I'm, I know I get in tangents sometimes, man. I apologize for that, but. No need to apologize no. for anything. You're a, you're a great I, guest. I, I, I like the, um, I like to get my shit off when I can, cause I don't do this often, you know? So I'll always be wanting to talk my shit. So. I definitely feel like I got something to say and I definitely feel like I'm a part of like I'm I know I'm a part of something huge that's happening in the hip hop world right now. Yeah. You know, and I've got to watch it. I got to see it, you know, and you know, I might not be all the way up here right now, but I know that I, it's right there. It's I can go grab it. You know, I just gotta grab it. As simple as that. Yes, sir. Actually, let's break down your name one more time. So you told me about the Arizona. What's the what's the Mitch part? <laughs> so, uh, so <laughs> there was this point. So you know about you. So Vans makes a van called the 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 Van Chucka. Okay. Or is, is it is it just Chucka? Or is it Van Chucka? <laughs> or did we just add Van because of the Vans? Maybe we just added the Van because of that. So <laughs> he came up with this name one day, mad randomly, like Mitch Van Chucka, and I'm like. All right, that's kind of sweet. I don't know. That's kind of that's kind of random. And at the but at the time, you know, obviously we were drinking a lot of Arizonas. <laughs> um, that's like I, I always thought that was like a Buffalo thing. I don't know. I, I I still to this day feel like that's like a Buffalo thing. But um, so that was an easy way to put that name in there. But like I said, once I started making these beat tapes and I started building around, you know, this whole like deserty cactusy vibe. Yeah. I'm like, wow, this this could be something. Like, I'm I'm starting to like understand this shit. I like it. It's mysterious. The sounds are mysterious. You know what I mean? And it was like, I'm trying to hold on. I was trying to think about something I was about to say because I'm in the Taoism. Oh, so I like the Taoism and shit. And oh, so if you listen to a lot of those beat tapes, the reason why I chopped them up like that, or you hear a lot of repeating words, is because they're mantras. Yes trying to create mantras and, and trying to put something in your head. And I know a mantra will be different for everybody in this world. Like one thing you hear, you might interpret it your way, but I'm going to take it a certain way. And that's what I wanted. I wanted people to react to I mean, It was like art, you know what I mean? So it's like seeing a, you know, a, a Mark Rothko. It's like seeing that some people are going to be like, this is stupid. You know, <laughs> some people are going to be like, man, look, look how to look how the shit blends in together though. You know what I mean? Like, they don't like that's what I wanted to do with my music because I feel like people don't do that with music sometimes. Yeah. You got people that are just listening or whatever's hot. You know, I want to have that music that you can play to just vibe out. If you want to do your homework, if you want to, you know, whatever you're doing around the house, you want to work out. I, you know what I mean? I've had people tell me all types of things that they've done, you know what I mean, while listening to my music. And that's the point of it. You know what I mean? So I was able to build that whole vibe around that. And I feel like that's what gave me my sound. 
I think my favorite time to listen to the um, your newest, your latest project is uh, driving because I have a very scenic drive to get to Seattle. So exactly. Works and it perfect. probably fits perfectly, you know, and I'm not out there, but I, but I will tell you that I, if, I don't know how true this is about Seattle, but I mean, I've heard that it's very like overcasty and rainy. And so I'm a cancer, like my, my sign is a cancer. So I'm a crab. So I'm like a water sign. Yeah. So I love the rain. Like that's one of my favorite people be getting sad and shit when the rain comes. I love the rain. That's like my favorite thing. So that's why I always said I want to come out to Seattle because I feel like I would love it. You got that's it, just, to me, that shit like London of the States, if you ask me. We'll do that's it. the vibe. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna start doing some more um, shows, so you can be you can be one of the, one of the Nast and Friends shows or something like that. Yeah, or like out there or something. Yeah, like that? man, you gotta come out here eventually. Sure, man, we could definitely do it. I would love to come out there, man. Hell I yeah, definitely want to do that. So you have been to Arizona, hopefully, right? You're not just Mitch Arizona and haven't been to Arizona. I haven't. Oh my god, <laughs> cut. What's crazy, <laughs> um, what's crazy is uh. Uh, Billy Billy just went out there and he was telling me how he was like ah oh, you got to go out there you will love it and but but that's it but the, again that's the beauty of it I was able to tap into something you know what I mean of what I pretend what, I know what I like in life so it's like I was able to tap into that and still develop that I can only imagine how that shit sounds in Arizona yeah here, you know what I mean here in Washington we have like every uh we have we have the mountains, we have the ocean, we have the forest, we have the desert, like we have everything here. It's crazy. Yes. And 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 to be honest, that's kind of I feel like I've moved into kind of that more of that that route. You know what I mean? I I I love how that looks out there. I was watching some show. Some show was filmed out there. Mm. And they were like out, they were like out there in the uh, it was like a Netflix show. What was that shit called, man? But anyway, just the whole architecture, <laughs> things like that. Just the, like you said, the forest. I feel like as I've grown older, that's something I could see myself like living around. I would love a crib out there and just be around them out like the outdoors, breathing that air. That air is probably beautiful out there. You yes. know? So that's the thing. Like it's 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 cool here, but you know, all we have is a lake, you know, and it's <laughs> and it's pretty, don't get me wrong, but you know, you kind of gotta you got to drive to go get to places here. Like, you know, we got the Adirondacks, which is upstate. You got the Pocono. So there's places to go. You just got to drive. There's nothing really over here too much, you know? Yeah. You got it, man. I, I believe in your music, and I'm happy that you've been on the NAS podcast finally, and I'm excited to continue to see what your crew does. I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. Of course. This is the NAS podcast with... Mitch Arizona. And we did it.